2: but he's going to have to change and become a better leader because the situation is different. I'll tell you how, why, and all of that on another edition of Locked on Jaguars.
1: You are locked on Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: What up, everyone? <clears throat> everyone, welcome to another edition of Locked On Jaguars. I am the host of the Locked On Jaguars podcast, Tony Wiggins, and here at Locked On Jaguars, it is your team every day, and we thank you for making us your first listen. A quick reminder: we're free to subscribe to on our YouTube page. The title of that page is Locked On Jaguars. Make sure you get there, hit the like button, also subscribe, and then hit the bell so that you receive notifications every single time we drop an episode. And if you're listening to your podcast on an audio platform. Make sure that when you do that, you check in every single day to make sure you're not missing an episode of Locked on Jaguars. Shout out to the everydayers. What is going on with y'all and hopefully everyone who's here for the first time will become an everyday or two by coming back and listening to the show. Make sure you like and subscribe. Like I said, on YouTube as well. We can be found everywhere, everywhere. And right now the Jaguars can be found everywhere with everyone giving explanations <clears throat> as to what's going wrong with this year. So I'm not telling you by talking about the leadership of Trevor Lawrence, that Trevor Lawrence is the problem. It's not what I'm saying. I'm not telling you that by talking about the leadership of Trevor Lawrence, that he's a bad leader. It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is with new challenges comes new ways to lead. And I believe Trevor Lawrence has to adapt so that this team can overcome. Now, Devin Lloyd is out for a while. He won't be making the trip abroad, and that is because he's banged up, got a hand injury. Uh, I believe it's a hand injury. We'll talk about that and who has to step up for him. That'll be Chad Moomer. And will Calvin Ridley bounce back against his old team? That's a big question coming up as the team heads off to... London to play against the Atlanta Falcons. So, a lot to get into today, and I want to make sure I preface it the right way by saying it once again that I am not saying that Trevor Lawrence isn't a good leader. What I am saying is is that the new challenges that this team has had requires a new approach. And the example I'm going to use is Doug Peterson. Ask any media person that's been around this team since Sunday afternoon if that's the same Doug Peterson That they've seen all season. And if you get anyone that tells you anything other than no, then tell them they got to turn their credential in. Because the folks that I've talked to, I haven't seen him in person, I haven't been there in person, but the folks that I've talked to have told me that Doug's a little more chippy, he's a little less engaging. There's a little bit more of an edge to him. I heard that one of the words that he used to the team in the locker room was that he was embarrassed with the way that they played. It's not who they are. He's taken in front of the media. He's taken it all upon himself and says, we have to do a better job. I think the players have to do a better job. And I think this is where we draw the line uh, that has been blurred in the past, much to the chagrin of the team, the players, and the organization. I always join Doug and Trevor at the hip. And I and I do believe for this team to be successful, they have to stay joined at the hip. But in doing what I think they have to do now, there has to be a little bit of separation. And what that means is Doug Peterson is the head coach. He's always going to be the head coach, as long as those two are together. So that's not going to be um, that's not going to be a question. What they have to do, I think, at this point. While Trevor has to still remain one of the guys, he doesn't go into full management mode. He doesn't go into full organizational mode because I think that's detrimental to the team. What he does have to do, though, he has to start getting on people. He has to realize he has to be an extension of the coach. If the coach is mad, the quarterback needs to be upset. Upset differently, but at some point, all of the sunshine and rainbows and all of the trips the guys are taking together and all of the, the, the great words that you say to people at some point, man, you got to get in somebody's face that they keep dropping the ball. And I don't care who it is. At some point, the leader of this team has to make it just a little bit uncomfortable in order, in order for them to come out of an uncomfortable situation. Now check this out. Did you feel comfortable this weekend? Then the players shouldn't. And I already know the answer is no. The players shouldn't feel comfortable. Was it comfortable for Trevor to have to stand up in front of the mic, second to Doug Peterson, and have to explain what's going on? Absolutely not. The one thing that I will caution is this. You can't be the guy doing the talking and yelling if you are the guy who's not playing well also. It always should start with him. But at some point, this team needs leadership, and it needs it without having to worry about popularity. And I'm not insinuating that that's what Trevor is worrying about. I'm saying that because I know every time I say something, there's going to be somebody that come out say, yeah, but we. So the yeah, but crowd is always going to give you the, the rebuttal when there doesn't need to be one. They're always going to give you the other side of the coin when ain't nobody interested in what that other side of the coin is. They're always going to give you a yeah, but or what about this or what about that? To anything that anyone says about the thing that I'm talking about now, my answer is so what? It's so what? I don't care. I don't care if he ruffles a few feathers. And I'm not saying that you need to ruffle those feathers just to get. What I'm saying to happen. I'm saying you need to do something, something. And if there's a little collateral damage and if there's a little shrapnel that hits the wrong person, then I don't care. The goal is to not keep doing the same thing when you want the result to change. He's earned the cash as a third-year player to now tell the receiver, come on, man, you got to catch that. And I don't know if he doesn't do that already. But if he doesn't do it, he needs to start doing it. There needs to be some accountability. And, yeah, he needs to hold himself accountable. But if any other player says, well, dude, you're doing the same thing, well, check this out. If I'm Trevor, I say, go tell him that then. Go tell the coach, go tell the GM, go tell the owner. And and whoever says anything to him ain't going to want to do it because. You don't have as much rope as Trevor Lawrence. A part of his job is making sure that everybody's ready to go. A part of his job is to get on people the same way other people get on him. You know, he's the one that's going to get all the blame. He has to stand up in front of that microphone. So when guys aren't doing their job Sometimes, man, you just can't pat a dude on his butt and say, come on, you'll get the next one. Sometimes it is like, dude, catch the ball, all right? We need you. I'm coming back to you, but you got to catch it. If you don't catch it, I ain't throwing it. If you're having a a bad day or whatever, I get it. Let us know so we can figure it out while you figure it out. Mr. Nice Guy's over with. When you don't get the result that you all think you deserve based on the work that you put in and not so much as thinking about last year because i'm hearing a lot of that i'm hearing like a lot of people talk about them riding their coattails from last year and doing this and doing that but everything that they set up to this point has indicated that they haven't been doing that you got christian kirk talking about it here they need a break and it's too hot and all of this see all of that stuff right there has to go nobody cares not one damn bit. I'm going to continue to talk about this and give you an injury report on middle linebacker Devin Lloyd. Doug Peterson has said, Devin is staying home. He's not going on a two-week trek over to London. So that puts somebody else squarely in the crosshairs, and that is Chad Muma. And he has a big, big, what I say bigly? He has a very big job because that means he's probably going to have to be worried about Mr. B. John Robinson or Kyle Pitts. One one of the two. I'll tell you more about it in just a second here on Locked On Jaguars. But first, got to let y'all know about eBay Motors. Man, my man, Vinny Iyer for Locked On Fantasy Football gives us every single week, he gives us someone to look out for. Just like eBay Motors gives you all of the parts, millions of parts that you can order from eBay Motors to look out for your vehicle. First, let me see what my man is talking about, Vinny Iyer. Vinny Iyer is, is focused on the Jaguars wide receiver, Calvin Ridley. He has the classic rebound and revenge opportunity in London in this week's matchup on Sunday. Against his former team, the Falcons, Ridley has been very quiet in Jacksonville, other than the first two half, the first half of the first game. The past game has been slumping the past two weeks, but he will return more to his stellar week one debut form for the Jaguars, and hopefully, he'll do better job of scheming him open across the pond and make his massive target volume from Trevor Lawrence count big time again just like ebay our friends at ebay they do a good job of knowing which buttons to push pitch or push with what players and what parts to put in your car that's why you need to make sure that you head over to ebay motors and check out the the millions of parts that they have for every single car no matter the make or model and just like Vinny i gets you together ebay will get you together for the parts that fit head to ebay motors and look at the green check Stay in the game with eBay Guaranteed Fit, ebaymotors.com. Make sure you get all of your parts like I did at ebaymotors.com. Guaranteed Fit. Let's ride eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. All right, man, we're running it down here on Locked On Jaguars. Hump day. It's Hump Day.
0: And you can listen to alternate routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.
2: We'll have that uh, crossover episode up Thursday, as always, as we preview the game. Remember, the game, two Sunday starts early. It's 930 Eastern. You got to wake up and get your breakfast and eat your grits and all that. You got to wake up and get that done early or do it during the game. But in any event, Jags versus Falcons on this Sunday. We'll talk a little bit more about Trevor Lawrence. Need to be a better leader before we get into the injuries. Talk about the impact of Devin Lloyd being out. So, Let's just get back to it. So this is not about what Trevor hasn't been doing. This is more about what needs to be done in addition to what he has been doing. And leadership is one of those type things that when you get into a funk, folks are going to be looking around, folks outside the building are going to be looking around to try to figure out what is to blame. Folks from inside the building are going to be looking around for guys that's going to help them dig them out of it. He's the best player. It's his responsibility. He needs to make sure that everybody is going along with him. So that's why I think a different type of leadership It's a different type of situation, it's a total different type of situation. I remember doing that one year during the urban year when they kept pulling him out there and pulling him out there. And then finally, one day he was like really, really late coming to a presser because I don't think he wanted to come. And when he came to the presser, he was matter of fact. See, we, we saw mean Trevor a little bit, not and nobody really noticed it, but I did. Sometimes we mistake a guy who's nice like that and thinking that he can't be mean when he needs to be. And mean may be the wrong word, but tough and sturdy. Look, we're in a tough situation, man. We we need toughness to get out of this. Anybody get their feelings hurt about what somebody says? They, they ain't the ones to help you get out of it because there ain't nobody going to be offended from the guy who uh, is giving the – the ball in his hands every single play, to tell you, hey, man, this is where we're going and you need to come with me. Now, he has to play better. But he can't throw it in and catch it. Guys have to catch passes. Even if it means just depending on, like I said yesterday, man, just go back to depending on ETN, Ingram, Ridley, and Kirk, if you can, just those four people. I mean, nobody. And when I say nobody, unless they are wide open – Nobody's touching that ball. If Zay Jones was there, I'd include him. But nobody else is touching that ball. I'm not throwing the ball. I'm not running the ball. I'm not bringing in tank. I'm not giving it to Agnew. I'm not bringing none of those guys. We are going with our best players, and we're going to let them ride us out of it, and then we're going to start sprinkling some of this other stuff in. So maybe when Doug says he's going to scale stuff back, that's what he needs to do. But I also think it would help if guys were being held more accountable by the players on the field. We need leadership on the field. Doug's going to do what Doug's going to do at halftime and on the sidelines and in between the games. We need guys in the games getting on people, leading people. Sometimes that discomfort is the exact thing that you need in order to get to where you're going. Devin Lloyd, not making a trip over to London, apparently with uh, an injury, and I'll get back into it a little bit here. But, Yeah kids banged up, not, not going over. And he's played pretty good this year. Devin Lloyd has, has not been uh, the guy who he was last year when he was a little bit lost. Now nah, he's played better. He has played better, but it still hasn't shown up and it still doesn't look like, oh, we just got to have this guy, you know, in the first round. Doesn't look that good. So, yeah, my man Jamal St. Cyr, my partner, says Devin lloyd isn't making it because he has a broken thumb and he's getting surgery today so with the thumb being banged up now it is all about all about chad mooma even some of the national guys benjamin solak is writing about um about trevor lawrence and and about what has to happen uh, for these guys to turn it around. See, everybody's in turnaround mode, right? So it's easy to write these words, but we have to sometimes get right to the point and we have to talk about what those ha- those guys in the building have to do to turn it around themselves. Yeah, and, and we're going to get in that. We're, we'll save a little bit of this for segment number three. We'll talk about Chad Muma, his impact, things that he has to do. Um, if he plays well, does Devin Lowe get his job back? And then Calvin Ridley, his... I guess you want to call it a rebound game or whatever. Play it against the Atlanta Falcons. We'll talk about that and Ridley's impact. We'll do it in just a second here on Locked On, Jack. So, yeah, let's do that. Let's, uh, let's focus on the fact that we're going to talk about Chad Muma here in segment three. And then we're going to talk about Calvin Ridley. And I know you guys can't wait to hear that. So we'll do that here in just a second on Locked On jaguars but first i gotta tell you about prize picks man the week i had on prize picks the weekend that that is i caught three of them i had three of my prize pick selections make me some scrilling you could do the same thing because prize picks is the most exciting way the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports in north america it's the easiest most exciting and they pay right away i wasn't expecting my money to hit my account that quick but it absolutely did and you can do the same thing, man. All you got to do is pick between two and six player stat projections and then decide whether you're going to go more or less and you can win some money at PrizePix. Go to prizepickscom slash LOCKEDONNFL and use the code NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. I'll say it again. Go to prizepickscom slash LOCKEDONNFL, all caps, and use the code NFL all caps, for a first deposit match up to one. dollars
1: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: All right, running it down here in the third and final segment as the Jaguars get ready for two-week adventure adventure. Across the pond in London, they'll face the Falcons first and then face the Bills a week after. Reminding you, it's 9.30 in the morning on Sunday. Don't forget. Also, make sure you listen to Sirius XM and you'll get the Jaguar game there also. Make sure you, if you're traveling, if you're running around, if you're at work, our partnership, we we have to let you know that they play at 9.30. Eastern Time, so catch every single snap of your hometown Jaguars on SiriusXM on the XSM app. Search Jaguars. All right, so one of the things that we have been talking about is the fact that Devin Lloyd is not making a trip because of uh, uh, surgery on his thumb, and that Chad Moomer has his chance now for the next two weeks to show that he belongs. Nobody wants that more than the Jaguars. It's not as if they want Devin Lloyd to not play or they want Devin Lloyd to lose his position. It's just that iron sharpens iron, and the next guy up is a real deal. So you have to think about uh, them wanting Chad Moomer to say, this is my job and I ain't giving it back, and then make the coaches have to make a hard decision about who plays and who doesn't. I know fans will say, I hope Moomer wins the job, and then they move uh, Devin Lloyd to end and move Trayvon to defensive tackle. I don't know if that happens. I don't know, but at least you can wish. Somebody who is going to try to bounce back, though, is Calvin Ridley from a couple of subpar games where he's had some drops and and he's been. They, Trevor led him into the the, the the pole on the the goal line and the goal post and got banged up on the goal post. And then he took a couple of hard hits last week. He's playing against his old team, the Atlanta Falcons, one where he had his. Uh, most prolific year a few years back when he had 1,300 yards receiving. They traded him to the Jaguars. This is a little bit of backstory. They traded him to the Jaguars. In the, uh at the trade deadline last year, he was suspended for the entirety of the um, 2022 season, and now he coming back, hopefully with a vengeance. He's played real well in the first game, not so much the last two. I know he wants to go out. With everybody saying that people are trying to press and make plays, this, this will scare me about this game with Calvin. Will he try to press and make plays? Sometimes pressure bursts pipes. Sometimes it makes the cream rise to the top, so we'll see how he plays. But he has to get back to just relaxing and playing football and not trying to do too much. Um, we know what he what kind of player he can be. I didn't think that there would be any rust because he wasn't injured but apparently there is a little bit of rust and probably wanting to get right and do things the right way. Probably sounds like a guy who is really really glad to have the opportunity to play football again. Just has to calm down a little bit, right? So we see Calvin Ridley as a number 1 receiver. Lately he he looked like a 1A or a number 2 because this will determine how he plays over the rest of the season it's going to determine some of the things that the Jaguars think they might need in the offseason that haven't been seriously thought about as needs. Like nobody's thought about a number one receiver. If he doesn't straighten it out before the, you know, week 10, week 11, they're going to start thinking about a number one receiver, especially one with more size, because it seems like they're hindered a little bit because they don't have those catch radius types. Even though Zay Jones is close, as close as it comes to it. It's not the guy I'm talking about. Zay's Zay's the third receiver in the three wide receiver sets. And I'm talking about do that's on the field all the time so um we don't want to look that far ahead we think calvin will be able to get it right he's all he's done the right things said the right things he's worked extremely hard since he has been a member of the jacksonville jaguars and it's just sometimes you get the love fest and and all of that but it's still we we get to watch these guys try to work through things in real time right and when the games come on that's real time on steroids like we get to watch them do stuff in practice We get to report on that. Fans get to watch practice and get get to report on that. But then when it gets to the games, it's fair game. You know, you you can't use the excuse of of, of being off. You can't use any of those excuses when it comes time to do your job. And Doug Doug Peterson doesn't sound like he's too much worried about Calvin Ridley of all people. He's not worried. He said Calvin's just got to take care of Calvin and, and keep doing the things. You know, basically, and I'm paraphrasing. I don't want you to think this is a quote, but Calvin just need to worry about Calvin. Don't worry about pressure. Don't worry about the need to perform. I wonder how many of his old teammates are still on that team. So uh, it's not as if you have to go back to Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta and have to deal with booze or whatever. It's not the case. Just go out, relax, play well, do a good job. Take the small moral victory of being able to catch a whole bunch of passes on your team and maybe even touchdowns. and then. And then get the win, and then you can just talk about, stay humble and say we're moving on the next week. It was good to play against those guys and blah, blah, blah. So uh, the, the the Falcons weren't wrong to, to move on. They just weren't. Sometimes guys need a fresh start, and that's exactly what happened with Calvin Ridley. I think the special teams for the Jaguars needs – excuse me, I had to take a drink. I think the special teams for the Jags – Need a fresh start. They need to try to make people forget about what folks saw on tape last week with guys jogging while a fullback ran touchdown back 80 some odd yards. Just cannot happen, or 79 yards, or whatever. Just can't happen, can't have that type of effort. They ought to be mad at themselves. That ought to bite them in the butt and motivate them to do better. They had already, the special teams unit as a whole, had already given up a blocked field goal. And then they had another missed field goal just wasn't a good day for all three of those uh, parts of the team, offense, defense, and special teams. But the special teams in, in this case really hit hard because it was the wrong time. The Jaguars had gotten the momentum and they lost it and they never got it back. So we'll have to wait and see if these guys can, can can pull that whole thing together and can, uh, can figure it out, can really, really figure out the things that they need to do. All right. So make sure you check out, locked on nfl as well with myself and james rapine on wednesdays coming soon i'll be on friday's show i'll be on friday's show with my buddy harrison who covers the bucks and the redskins he works for two locked on stations and um we're just pulling a little switch because of some scheduling so look forward to that um make sure you check out locked on nfl every single day wherever you get your podcast it's free to subscribe hit the bell on youtube and you will get notifications whenever they drop an episode the best stories from around the league the most important stories the biggest stories that's where you get it locked on nfl we are jaguar centric here on locked on Jaguars, so make sure you tune in here every day as well and also check out sirius xm keyword jaguars on the app make sure you do that so you can hear the game on sirius while the game is going on if you're traveling or just want to listen to sirius xm all right man Take care. We'll get with you guys the next time here on Locked on Jaguars. Remember, I am with um, uh, uh, it's crossover tomorrow with the Jaguars and the Falcons. We'll make sure we get that out to you bright and early wherever you get your podcast. Till then, you guys take care. We'll see take care of each other and we'll see you next time.
1: You are locked on Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast.